0: And we're back with another episode of the Buko Boys. Hey, that's us. Hey, it's me, Dale. And I'm DVO. <laughs> and we're the Buko Boys. That's right. <laughs> coconuts. To those who don't know what a Buko is. You <laughs> <laughs> don't know what a Buko is, it's coconuts. Yeah. We have coconut-shaped heads. <laughs> Here as you we can are. see from our logo. And we're boys. <laughs> we are boys. Not quite men. One day. But we boys for be. now. We hope to grow up. <laughs> we're boys for now. <laughs> well um Let's talk about you. Had a recent trip? Oh yeah, I did. I just got back from San Francisco last week. I went to did a weekend out in Frisco for went to prison. Yeah, you did. Had you to go to prison up. for a weekend, yeah. but it was it was all voluntary. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went to Alcatraz. So how how was San Francisco? How was the weather? How was the stinky birds? So the weather turned out to be a lot warmer than I mean it was still chilly because it was. January, yes, but it was a lot warmer than I was expecting because it felt like it was. I remember going there when I was like 15, and it was July, and it was cold as hell. Oh, okay. And right. I remember, and just now it it felt the same as then. Okay, <laughs> so it felt about the same. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's cold near the it ocean. It was it was a it was a sunny weekend, so it was like pretty clear and sunny. Nice. It had like one day of clouds, but it wasn't bad. And uh, so you do, You did some sightseeing and you went to, took a tour of the city? Yeah, did the whole tourist thing, hanging off a trolley as it's cruising down the street. You Did you post it on I our did. page? I should. I need to. So people can see your trolley experience. Yeah, I was doing the whole San Francisco thing. You're, you're trolloping around. Um, I stayed at this Chancellor Hotel that was supposedly haunted. I didn't experience anything. Uh, I was hoping to, but didn't. <laughs> you're hoping to get touched in the middle of the night? I was night, hoping or? to get touched. Okay. Okay. Um, I did. Uh, where are some inter- where are some stories about that hotel? There was, I didn't look too much into the hotel's past. Okay, but it was just saying they were on this list of haunted hotels. I mean, it was too spooky to investigate. Um, <laughs> they said they did have like a medium and an, a uh, a a crew come in there to do a, an investigation once. Okay, and I can't remember. It wasn't that great of a story to remember. All right. The only thing that was cool was that the lady had talked about how she said there was a a guy trying to check out because he said his room was haunted, that he there was a body floating above him. Oh. So he was... Yeah. He was, okay. That was... But... Other than that, she hadn't experienced anything after working there for over ten years. But she probably worked the front desk. Yeah, right. That's so, it. so okay. It's probably housekeeping that, and and the janitor and the maintenance guys. Yeah, they see the spooky stuff. Let me ask you this though. Okay, let's say you're you're sleeping in that room. You wake up because you feel something. You look up and there's somebody floating above you. What do you do? Are you here to touch me? <laughs> are, you, are you what's going to come touch me tonight? Are you giving permission? Is that what you're doing? You're giving permission? Then? It's all about consent. <laughs> so and I'm asking if, if that's what his intentions are. <laughs> <laughs> so that you can allow it to happen. Yeah, because if I don't want it, he better not. <laughs> you guys sure make sure he's good looking first.
1: Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You have to be attracted <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense Alright oh, Would you freak out? Is that somebody? You're oh, just, hell yeah For Anybody that's okay, like Okay, I mean, Are room. you going to leave the room? Are you, are you checking out? Are you going to try to talk? Well, what I'm going to turn you? the light on And see if it disappears <laughs> <laughs> If it disappears I'm like, okay I'm going to leave the lights on And get ready To get the hell out of here Would you leave the room then? No um, It depends It depends what it was doing I would try to contact it, actually I wouldn't, I wouldn't leave I would actually I would be more intrigued now. I would be more like, oh, let's see what's happening here. Yeah. Um, I would probably just, I probably wouldn't go back to sleep. I'd probably oh, end up staying sure. up all night just waiting to see if something happens. I also probably wouldn't go to sleep. I probably also wouldn't check out. I'd be freaked out. And then as I kind of calm down, I might be like, yeah, let's, let's uh, hey, make that chair move or something like that, you know. Or yeah, d- I'd start recording. Start recording, yes. If my phone was next to me and I woke up and saw that. I would try to get my phone to start recording. I wouldn't want to break contact with it either. Because um, you look away and it's gone, right? Yeah, that's yeah. always what, yeah. seems to be the norm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, These ghosts are so stereotypical. I know. <laughs> they just follow the same damn <laughs> rules. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to break contact with it, but I'd try to grab my phone and I would want to record what's going on. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I think I think do the exact same thing. I wouldn't check it out, but I definitely definitely be, definitely be yeah, and then I would stay up all night just hoping to make contact again. Okay, yeah. All right, so um, um, did a ghost tour of the town of uh, this little section, kind of by uh, Chinatown and okay. um, Trans Union Pyramid where that sits. Okay. Um, it wasn't that great of a ghost tour. I wish it would have been more. It sounded like it was going to be like. You get to do some investigating, uh-huh. um, but it wasn't like that. He gave us equipment, and then he used it like an S-Box, okay. and the equipment they had is the, the little handheld, um, it's almost like a K-2, but it's an EMF meter, but the one that I have that makes beeping noises. Yeah, yeah. So that's what he was handing out to everybody to use, uh, but the only time we were like, because you're walking around from like corner to corner and standing in front of a building, and he's kind of talking about things. And that's when he's like, yeah, you can use your thing, see if it's going off. But it's like you can just wiggle it and it'll start going off. Okay. So it wasn't – I brought my own K2 and I was using that. And there was like one time when it had some significant stuff going on. But I was hoping we were going to actually go into a building, but we didn't. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we were just kind of outside of buildings and talking about stuff. It was an okay thing for more of a history standpoint, but not much of a scary ghost tour like I like I was hoping for Um, then I did the uh, the tour of Alcatraz Alcatraz was dope nice so standing on Alcatraz Island looking back at the city even just the ferry ride to the island such a dope view and we were there on the island as the Sun was setting so like you get the Sun setting you can look out from the island and see the whole city of San Francisco as well as the Golden Gate and the Bay Bridge And have that whole scene right there. So, so sick. So the prisoners had a good view. Yeah, they did. (laughs) Well, mainly because it wasn't built for prisoners in the beginning. It was built as a fort. Yeah, military fort. So the fort, military guys had a great view. Yeah, true, true. So I'm pretty sure that, you know, that was one of the perks of being out there, but. So did Scarface then. Yeah, Scarface had a cool view. And Birdman had good views. Birdman (laughs) rapist. So, uh, so like, did you take a tour of Alcatraz? Yeah, I took a tour of Alcatraz. The way they have it now is like you have this little handheld. Looks like an old Nokia phone. Oh, interesting. And you just hit play, and it just starts. And it does have the little screen on there, too. So it kind of like goes in phases. So you go to one spot, and it'll tell you on that spot like where you're at, and you hold it up. and Like listen. a track or something like that? Yeah, so it just kind of goes in order. It just plays... Um, You kind of start from the starting point and you press play and then it kind of tells you about where you're at and then you kind of move ahead to Mm. the next spot and it's like old uh ex-prisoners and ex-prison guards that are narrating it and they're kind of 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 guiding you on the tour so so how are the prisoners there now dead (laughs) they're all dead (laughs) is it pretty cool though like uh looking at the island and it is really cool um there was a lot of cool information about it um Then just kind of seeing it and witnessing it and looking how small their cells were. Okay. Their cells were tiny, tiny. Oh. Like their bed could not be, their bed kind of like folds down off the wall so they can sleep on it at night. And And then they have to fold it back up. So they have room. So there's room. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because I know like uh, in history, I've heard of Al Capone having like really cushy jail cells because he paid off guards or whatever. And he like, he basically like lived like a king in the jail cells. But in Alcatraz, he hated it. He's like, this is hell. Because he was treated the same as everybody yeah, else. Yeah, He's like, I don't like this at all. I feel like a prisoner in here. And it, you're not even very far from the main city. It's only a mile and a half away. And you can okay. just look right at it. But there isn't any bridges to drive. There's, you, so you have to take a ferry. Right. And the ferries, uh, you know, they come at certain times and everything. So uh, the guards and everything would live on the island. Making them? Island boys. Island boys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it was pretty cool just checking out everything out there Just another weekend getaway but you could not investigate like paranormal investigators no i couldn't find any any uh paranormal paranormal investigation um things to join in on public hunts so there wasn't anything like that going on and i brought my k2 meter with me just in hopes to kind of use it or just you know to do any type of investigating, but there's just so much going on in there. There's many so many people. people yeah, too that, many tourists. Yeah, it was just, it, you could maybe think you are alone for a little bit, then all of a sudden here comes a whole group of people yeah. walking past, so. Yeah, it just wouldn't be worth even trying, unless you had a way. I mean, it looks kind of easy to to just not get on the last ferry, and just stay on the island all night. That'd be fun. But you would, tr- you would have to avoid, there'd be guards, of course, and the whole place is under cameras. Yeah. So you could possibly, like, get left behind and say it was an accident and then go find the guards that are working there. and Or, like, the, the park rangers, because it's a national park. Yeah. And just be like, well, I guess I'm hanging out with you guys all night. And then have them take you around. And so where should we investigate first? <laughs> <laughs> I just so happen to have this equipment on me. <laughs> so Alcatraz is cool for history purposes, but not for paranormal investigating. No, I mean, if you're sensitive... And you go there, you could probably pick up on a lot of spirits there. Okay. Uh, so that would be beneficial. But if you are just going there to in hopes to investigate, uh, you probably got to know people. Got it. Got it. Okay. Because I've always wanted to investigate Alcatraz because of the stories I've heard, but it sounds like it's not something I can just go and do. It'd have to be, you have to get connections or pay a pretty penny probably. Yeah, I think if you knew uh, park rangers or something had connections, okay. you could probably do it. But okay. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah, yeah. A good trip? Yeah, it was fun. Nice, nice. Looking forward to my next little. Got to figure something else cool to do, too. Yeah. Next, next little getaway. Uh, I recently went to Wise Guys Comedy Club here locally. We had a, uh, a comedian, uh, a Filipino comedian named J.R. De Guzman. Really funny guy. It was funny because he was popping up in my. Uh, Facebook feeds a lot. Yeah, has, yeah. His videos. But it would it show like a, like, a, just like a little snippet of one of his shows, and then it would show like his tour dates coming up. I never saw anything about Utah. And then you mentioned, hey, there's this Filipino comedian guy coming. I said, is it JR? Because I'm seeing a lot of him all of a sudden <laughs> in my feed. And you said, yeah. Uh, so luckily, uh, Chef Ben from the Yum Yum Food Truck, him and his fiance gave me and my wife tickets. They, actually, JR's dad reached out to Chef Ben and... Find out they're really they're, they're cities. they cities. They were basically raised in the same area. Like they oh, were like, nice. they they were like from two cities over. So they were actually speaking in their dialect back and forth in the DMs. Oh, that's dope. So not even like not Tagalog, but their dialect. So they were kind of speaking in their dialect because they were just from they're pretty nearby. So anyway, uh, he gave them four tickets. So they offered me and my wife to to go join them. Double date. Double date, and it was so fun. Like this guy, like I see, I've missed, like oh, I said, no. I've been seeing him in my feeds and he sings during his comedy (laughs) show and they're hilarious songs and he has a good voice though like he's got a good voice well a lot of filipinos can sing yeah i didn't get that they love karaoke yeah Yeah. i didn't get blessed with that no neither neither (laughs) did i we got we got blessed with dancing gene no not even that i wouldn't even even go there So, anyway, it, it was a hilarious show, and, uh, in fact, you're going tonight, I'm going to tonight, yeah. yeah. I can't so, wait to see that. It, so, it was hilarious. He, so, he actually was like, hey, I'm not a huge fan yet of Booga Boys, but I'm going to be now. You better be. So, we, he asked me to send him the links to, uh, to our podcast, so he's going to be listening, and he did. He is open. He's, he can't come on uh, right now, but he is open next time he's in Salt Lake to meeting up with us uh, again in the future and, and doing an episode. So, he seems open to the idea, hopefully. We can make it happen next time. I'm he's gonna in bug town. him tonight when I go to the show. My like, so you, you promised my brother something. <laughs> you made a promise. You made a promise to it's my brother. It's in writing, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what you gotta do now, brother. <laughs> so you're gonna go tonight. It, it's a funny. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have a good time. It is. It was oh, a funny yeah. shot. No, I just watch his. Uh, I watched a bunch of the stuff on YouTube, but I haven't oh, he's, seen... he has a Netflix special, too, right now. I didn't even know there was a Netflix special till last night. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, shit, now i got to go check it out. He's got, got a out. Netflix special. You guys should check him out. Like, J.R. de Guzman. It looks like he's been doing this for a few years now. About 10 years. He's been doing comedy for about 10 years. He's just barely starting to make it into more mainstream now. But, but yeah, he's been doing it for a while. I mean, he's got a great story. Like, him and his family, when they moved here from the Philippines, did, did you hear the story? Yeah, and they were living in a storage shed. storage unit, and he yeah. was talking about... That would have been a good episode of Storage Wars. Yeah, <laughs> that was, opening that up and <laughs> here's this Filipino family cooking dinner, <laughs> and then one of one of the guys over there stroking his beard. i want to buy what's in there. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. But yeah, that's a crazy story though. I want I want to hear more about about the real story though. I've had that happen. <clears throat> uh, I mean, yeah, interesting. Yeah, so you can check it out tonight. He's he's hilarious. It'll, it'll be a good time. Love comedy shows. Did he have a bunch of new material? Yeah, because I was worried. I'm like, oh, gosh, I hope I'm not going like, to see the same things that I've seen. Because that happens a lot. And I'm okay with that. Because sometimes I go to a comedy show, I'm like, yeah, I kinda, I've seen these bits or heard these bits before. Because I gotta listen to al- cause there's a lot of comedy albums. People don't know this. Like, For example, Amazon Prime. If you've got uh, Amazon Prime, you've got access to their Amazon Music. And there's comedy albums on there. And I listen to those sometimes. I, I love comedy. Actually, funny story, me and my wife were talking not too long ago about how, you know, kind of where our paths are in life right now. Like, I never thought I'd be doing what I'm doing. And I was kind of telling her some of my ideas of what I wanted to be when I grew up. So I'll share them. Growing up, you know, you know when you ask when you're like in elementary school, what do you want to be when you grow up? The three <coughs> things I always remember saying are I wanted to be an NBA player, <laughs> uh, a cartoonist, and a stand up comedian. And I kind of forgot about that. And I was telling my wife, I'm like, I forgot that I actually wanted That's to be that. weird that you comedian. said a cartoonist because you never drew. I did. I, I don't remember you drawing anything. Yeah, it was in secret. No, <laughs> it, was just, <laughs> it was in secret. <laughs> no, I, I used to kind of like sketch things and just do little things here and there. I've won awards. Do you not remember? <laughs> Mom and dad will, can tell you When in first grade? It's something like that, yeah <laughs> Did you draw circles of planets I drew a giraffe Oh, a giraffe <laughs> It was a really good giraffe Oh, good People thought I traced it <laughs> And I would draw my teachers Butts Gifts sometimes <laughs> You draw no. their butts on paper I'd draw them I'd, I'd give it to them as a present I'd draw them <laughs> Like What's this, apple? No, that's your bottom <laughs> <laughs> Your apple bottom <laughs> You should call me later. <laughs> That's my phone number on the back of this paper. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> but I kind of forgot that that was one of my ambitions as a young lad. I wanted to be a stand-up comedian, and I sure love going to stand-up shows. <laughs> that would have been a funny path to take—a uh, stand-up comedian. But at the same time, it would have been a—it would have been rough because not oh, a lot yeah. of them make a lot of money. No, no. Um, and then they tore off of like. for meals. (laughs) Yeah. Like, living broke. I mean, now's the time, though. Now's the time to get into step comedy. You got TikTok and Instagram and YouTube. But now there's just so many people that are, like, using that to try to, like, show how funny they are. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Uh, You know, and speaking of Wise Guys, the owner of Wise Guys just posted uh, a video that he received. So Wise Guys Comedy Club, they're celebrating their 20th anniversary coming up. And they just posted a video that they received from Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson is... I mean, some of the top names have performed here <coughs> at, at the Wise Guys Comedy Club. In fact, the owner, Keith. He used to be he, a he's, big yeah, comic. He, he, yeah, so he's, he's, he's pretty known. And in uh, the fact, they're opening up another club up in New, uh, Las Vegas right now. They're, oh, Wise yeah. Guys is? Yeah. I, I, I think it's open now. It opened the end of 2021. Nice. So <laughs> uh, anyway, because I know like Polly Shore was just over there. And anyway, he just posted a video he got from Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson has performed here many times, and Louis Anderson just passed away. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, we just talked about Bob Saget and Betty White last week, and now this week, Louis Anderson just passed away from cancer, and Meatloaf, the singer, just passed away from COVID. Yeah, like, I heard about like that. Like a day or two ago. I, heard, I, I, the I don't know if recording. this joke is real or not, or if he was really anti-vax, but they were saying that was the one thing he wouldn't do for love. <laughs> so, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, but... Um, I love Meatloaf as a singer, and I love him as an actor. He's such a good actor. You think of Fight Club; he was so good, good in Fight Club, so good in Fight Club. Like seeing that and not knowing his past, right? Like that was that was free. I mean, I I knew who he was already, but I didn't like ever like see like videos of him interacting other than his music videos, right? Yes, and then all of a sudden I see him in Fight Club and. Like, totally thrown off because he played that character well. Oh, he yeah, he did a such a good job. And of I remember that thinking, character. like, that guy looks familiar. I couldn't remember who he was, but I'm like, this guy looks familiar, but I can't think of any other movies he's been in because he hasn't. Because it was Meatloaf, I just saw him from the music videos. And I'm like, oh, that's Meatloaf. Oh, man, he did good, he did good. So that, that's sad. So, more and I think, I think me doing music videos as musicians. Gets them so because a lot of musicians end up going into acting or try acting, they do. And I think the music videos, doing the music videos, kind of helps them push them into doing acting. Yeah, and you think about like back in the 80s, music videos were such a big thing, and there was a lot of acting going on in those music <laughs> yeah. videos. people don't realize the thing called MTV used to stand for music television. <laughs> I know we've talked about this before, but and then, uh. And then you think about comedians have to be on stage. Even, you know, they get into acting because they're, they're doing performing. this whole performance yeah. on stage. They have to memorize lines. Yeah, they're memorizing stuff. And so they end up being really good actors as well. Yeah. But, yeah, he did such a damn good job at that in Fight Club. That that's, like, kind of his thing that people remember him most as. Yeah. And speaking of that, I remember I, I, re- I retweeted a post that Ice-T did one time. And it said, I grew up on... 40s you grew up on white claw i understand now (laughs) something on those terms and it's kind of like now i'm thinking i grew up on mtv where it was music music videos you grew up on mtv as reality tv that is scripted i know the difference now (laughs) music television oh, so good music tv and then you throw in a little bit of beavis and butthead in there oh so good yeah, yeah. they just did, like, Late Night is, like, the only time they did stuff when it wasn't music videos. There was, like, a little block of the real world. Yeah. And then some uh, Liquid Television, some, yes, some Butthead. Um, Yo, MTV Raps. Yeah, and then followed up by more music videos. Yes. And now it's all reality TV, scripted, by the way. It's scripted reality TV. Yeah, it's all boring. It's stupid it's, shit. It's a, there's a different time. Same <laughs> with VH1. VH1 did the same thing. VH1 came out to... Be uh, MTV's contender, and then I think now they're like owned by the same company. Probably. But now there's no more music videos on it's VH1 either. It's the same formula, just drama. Yep, just drama. And nobody got time for that. Yeah, anyway, rest in peace, Louis Anderson and Meatloaf. Sad, sad, sad. All right, uh, I've got a story I just was reading about. I think it's kind of funny. The MLB, the Major League Baseball, is going to start using robot umpires. So now what you're thinking though <laughs> is it just going to be so the umpire's not actually going to be there it's just going to be more of a cameras watching Yes. It? They want the so I guess it's been asked for a lot but I it, they want the consistency of the strike zone and the ball zone because they're basing it off somebody's just their view yeah. and they're calling it and then they're watching it later going that's not a strike right, but it's too right. late it's yeah, already they made the call. Yeah. And also these balls are coming At them at ninety miles an hour, right? So it is definitely hard to tell like that was in the strike zone or not. Yes, exactly. Um, Especially when it's like so close to the border. Uh So I guess because of COVID, a lot of you know a lot of games are shutting down, but a lot of the like the minor leagues they started implementing these, and they were just getting more accuracy of whether it's in the strike zone or ball zone. And now the triple the the AAA league now wants to start using these in 2022, which would be kind of cool. Yeah, I think, I think it would be kind of. I mean, I'm not a big MLB fan though, by the way, but I do like I like I like because I like football and basketball. I like that we can do instant replay and rewatch things and let's let's, let's get these things right. I like that because it is hard. I I wouldn't want to be a ref. I mean, maybe for maybe for like my kids like maybe I can do like that type of stuff like refing and umpiring I could do that for kids but at, at a high profile that's too hard I don't, I don't know that's I wonder a, if in the difficult. future especially when it comes to like the NFL if they just eliminate the refs on the field altogether because if you think about it, that's kind of a hazard for the players and for the refs and they, yeah, they get true. In, in in the way a lot of times yeah so if with all the cameras that they already have why don't they just designate a ref to a camera and they watch yeah. the ball from that angle and uh, multiple refs and they like hit a buzzer like buzz there's like, a foul like yeah flag <laughs> false start yeah like, yeah i, I mean I, that would eliminate them on the field them getting in the way but then they'd still have jobs <laughs> yeah true <laughs> true yeah a robot really can't umpire like a false start or yeah, anything like but that but you'd have you need you'd to have the refs outpire. actually watching the camera but staying off the field it's possible i mean this is this probably in this is going in that direction You know, a lot less stuff. You know, you have the, going back to baseball, you have the cameras near first base to see if they really caught the ball or they were tagged. You know, you can zoom in and, or like, oh, I just had a cool idea. Okay, go on. Okay, the refs are in a VR headset. Okay. And they're watching it from that camera's angle in the VR and they're controlling going away or in and, you know, so they can zoom in on things that they're really watching. And... And the whole time they're just sitting back in their VR with you know, a straw in their mouth. <laughs> yeah. That might be where we're heading to with this. That would be awesome. This will be interesting. I want to be a ref. <laughs> now, because you, <laughs> you just want to use the headsets. <laughs> just, have you used <laughs> any of those headsets before? I have AR one. AR and VR? I have one. And have you used it? I used it the first day I bought it. Okay. It was really it? cool. It's sitting next to my bed. It just, I need to charge it, and it's probably covered in dust, but I have one. <laughs> and you used it once. Why? Okay. So tell me the experience with using that headset. You have the Oculus? So yes, the Oculus. Okay. And it was pretty dope. Like, what'd you do with it? You like got on a website? Like, I don't even know. I don't even know what to do with it. Okay, so it's something pre-programmed in. Well, you have to purchase games, so you have like a. You put it on. You get it started. You kind of log into your Wi-Fi and everything, and then um, you set it up like you're in like your own personal like cave or whatever. Okay, I don't know what it is. (laughs) Um, and then you can like drop down. It's almost like, uh, Tony Stark doing shit. You know. Okay. And then. so it's next to your bed. Were you doing it in, like, laying Well, no, 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 no. You want to be in a room. I just have... I just sat there. Okay. But I want to... You want a big open space. Because right. you're going to be moving around and knocking shit like over. the Bucco Boy studio. Yes. So this would be an ideal place for it, but I'd have to move everything out of the way, and I'd stand here and play it. Um, <laughs> but I haven't... Just because when I first got it, I didn't really have a big open wide area to do it. Right. And I felt like I was going to hurt myself. <laughs> and I was like, well... I just kind of haven't touched it since I bought it. How long have you had it? Over a year now. <laughs> Used it once. Used it once. Is it not that cool? Is that why? I would use it more, but I I don't have time for games. And okay. then when I do think about, like, when I do have time to do stuff, I'm, like, catching up on social media. Uh-huh. Social media is what does it for me. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but, like... I'll just scroll on that shit. You're forever. You're weird what the Kardashians are doing. Not even them. Just <laughs> like my friends on Facebook. Just scrolling through and see uh-huh. what everybody's doing. And I hardly ever touch Instagram. I'm just on Facebook. And then Snapchat. And the funny thing about Snapchat is all I'm doing is making my own snaps. <laughs> you don't see anybody else's. Well, I will sometimes. I like right. watch other people's when I have the time to do that. But it's more like I'll jump on there, make a snap, and then put my phone away. All right. Um, but, yeah. I, 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 you want to try it when we're done? I kind of want to try it. Okay, I gotta hook it back up to because I got a new Wi-Fi. But yeah, okay, we should try. Probably it. need to charge it's it. It's pretty too. fun. <laughs> Probably need to clean it. Yeah, I need to wipe it down. <laughs> all right, all right. So, yeah, interesting story. The future of sporting events. Our cameras. This is the future. Camera technology we ref- already have, but make it cooler. Yes. All right, you got an interesting story here. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about it. So. Dogs aren't just sniffing drugs anymore. That's right, they've advanced. Yeah, now they're sniffing porn. Yes, <laughs> these dogs are gonna. Are, these are porn sniffing dogs. Porn sniffing dogs. They're gonna find all the dirty porn. I you was have. thinking at first, I'm like, oh my god, like how how are they gonna? What are they gonna do? Smell playboys? Like, they smell your pheromones, like you were jacking off, sir. You, <laughs> <laughs> you got pictures of little kids, don't you? <laughs> well, no, that's, that's what, what I was thinking. No, I was thinking more of like. Like people have an issue with with porn, like they're addicted to porn, and then <laughs> they, they release like, their, they release a different. I, well, I didn't know pheromone. what the hell. I was like, what? Well, how is a dog going to stop somebody from watching porn? That's what I was all like laughing about. Like, I'm an adult, and I can watch consensual porn if I want. So I'm just laughing that the whole headline of it all. Yeah, but it turns out it's actually pretty. Fucking oh, crazy. it's good. Yeah. So I'll let you tell the story, but just to say these porn stiffing dogs. Uh, operation underground railroad has now sponsored 17 of these dogs yeah so now it's not what I, it wasn't what i was thinking so go ahead yeah so it's more of the like electronic devices that they're storing information on all these yes. files of the n- nasty ass files that these guys yeah. store it it has a smell of computer chips or whatever yeah so when there's a heavy dense smell of like soft I don't know uh no, chips was, what is it I don't know what it is but basically what was happening is when there's a suspected um individual who has underage pornography kitty porn basically yeah so and they're investigating they're they're taking their computer and stuff um but sometimes they're they're not finding everything on the computer what these dogs are trying to do are sniff out In the SD house. cards flash yes. drives now who knows what's on them but they're trying to find them, so you know they they, they hid it behind a stack of books. Oh, they that's hit right. It, yeah. they hid it under a desk or something like that. These dogs are going to sniff out and find SD cards, flash drives, CDs. That's what they. So they're sending them into the homes that they're like pulling all their equipment out. Of, of, of suspected when they're doing like a raid. Yeah, when they're doing a raid, exactly. And then they'll send the dogs in. They're going to sniff out any missed chips. electronics. Yes. And and so so that's what they're doing. Yeah. So basically so they can keep racking on evidence on an individual who's who's get that stuff from floating out around out there. Exactly. So so it's not like they're gonna find Playboy magazines. They're gonna find flash drives. And who knows, it could just be family pictures on the flash drive, or it could be illegal kid porn. And that's what we need to get off. That's what we need to get off the streets and get them busted with. So this is a great thing now that I've researched. I'm like, you can't train a dog to sniff out porn. I know. This the headline itself was like, okay, this is stupid funny. Oh, right, they found they found some DVDs. Okay, <laughs> you know, no, they're finding these secret hidden stuff that, that they that these perverts are hiding. Gonna, some parents are going to rent these dogs and send them in their teenagers' room. Exactly. And then they're like, te- they're going to come back busted. out of the room with like three DVDs. Look what I got. <laughs> <laughs> Explain yourself. George. <laughs> no, So this is actually going to be really cool. We can keep getting, busting these pervs with more evidence to get them locked up longer. Yeah, well that's, so that was a kind of a cool idea for them yes. to be like. So there's two, this is a, so this was a recent, uh, or sorry, a local story here in Utah. This is the second dog in Utah. There's one up in like the Ogden area and now one in the Woods Cross area. These dogs that are trained. Cool enough, this dog that we were talking about, his name is Flash. As in like flash drive, I'm guessing. Cool name, I like that. But again, like you know, there there are there are dogs like this out in the country. And like I said, Operation Underground Railroad has sponsored seventeen of these dogs. Which basically, I think, sponsoring means you know they're getting them a home, they're getting them the training, they're paying for probably all. They're paying for their food and shelter. Yeah, so they're 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 paying for this. So, Operation Underground Railroad is probably one of the biggest leaders in 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 uh, helping you know miners. So really cool. I guess actually I was as i read the story this is a cool story this is a cool story i like this i can get behind that i know it it turned out as a funny headline that turned out to be a pretty dope-ass story yeah yeah let's get these pervs (laughs) (laughs) so yeah pretty cool yeah i like that i like that story um anyway anything else you had a good san francisco trip yep had a good time in san francisco Uh, I don't know, have been up to anything else? I don't think I have. I've just been ice fishing. That's all I've been doing. Has that been fun for you? Oh, hell yeah. I don't know. Fishing is just, it doesn't matter what time of year it is, I'll, I'll find a way to go fishing. Because <laughs> other than this right now, other than ice fishing, the only other type of fishing I could be doing is like in the river. Uh-huh. And eh, I'm not that big on river fishing. I've done it. You have to walk up and down and you got to wear weight. Ah, I'd just rather sit on the ice. And it's kind of fun. It's like I got my I got a fish finder, right? Yeah. And so I can drop my lure down, and I can watch it drop on the fish finder. Yeah. And I can watch fish approach it. And it's almost like a video game at that point. <laughs> so if I'm like, if I see a fish in the area, and my, I'm like way up here, and the fish is down there, I'm going to drop it towards it. Yeah. And then I'll see it come towards it, and I'll start jigging it, and I can see it bounce, and I can see the fish come at it. And, so I'll, and, then, and then when they hit it... Like, as you're seeing it happen, and then you feel it happen, it's crazy. It makes, like, <laughs> like so when you're catching a fish, it alone is already fun and uh-huh. exciting. But then watching it, like, as a video game before it before you catch it, oh, my God, it's, it's even cooler. Well, I'll tell you what I've been into lately. Watching me fish. No. I'm just kidding. You don't. <laughs> Uggs. I have been into Uggs. Literally. So, I'm into them right now. Yes. <laughs> You're right. So my wife got some Uggs. I got, her, I got her some Uggs. We went on our little holiday getaway. She was able to just, like, rip them off because the place we stayed was a really nice loft. We had to take off our shoes. She just, you know, peeled them right off real easy and had to untie my laces and everything. And also the place where we went, my feet were, were pretty cold, the place we went. Her toes were nice and warm and her Uggs. I'm like, maybe I kind of want to check out some Uggs. So I went and checked them out. I put them on. Oh, boy, were those cozy. Have you put some on? Have you tried them on? No, it sounds sounds like a commercial, though. I know. I'm going to get into <laughs> it right now. Booker Boys are not sponsored by Doug's. No, but maybe I should try some, but I don't want to copy you in everything. Uh, yeah, it's okay. You're, everyone's used to you copying me. You <laughs> might as well. Why stop now? You're almost 40. Don't stop now. Okay, <laughs> this going until I'm 80. Yeah, why not? <laughs> All right, let's go get some on. So I, I put these on. They felt really nice. And I'm like, okay, all right, all right, good to know. I came back to them. Let me try these on again. Went back, tried them on again. I was like, damn, these are something else. And so uh, I got them. I got these boots. They've been very cozy, especially this winter. So I needed some new slippers at the house. Got me some Ugg slippers. Let me tell you how, do you know know how cozy they are? No, I don't. I've never. How cozy cozy are are they? (laughs) They're so cozy. Oh, oh, shit. (laughs) That I can't wait to get home. To take off my shoes and put my bare feet my bare ass feet into these ugg slippers that's how awesome they are i can't mm. wait to put my feet into them they feel so <gasps> great <laughs> and um i'm hoping ugg wants to sponsor us and we'll do so commercials you some free ones i'll take some free uggs <laughs> I mean, i'll let you try these on you tell me what you think i'll let you try them on I'm interested. they're a little big for you but that's okay i'm kind of interested okay I will definitely try them on. All right. And we'll report back next week. I will week report back. With your findings of UGG and boots cause and slippers. My dumb ass, when I, when I like something, I start buying all sorts of colors of them. Yeah. I'm looking at UGG socks now. That's the that's point of am I'll tell you what socks to get. Okay. Anything merino wool. That's I don't know what these are. These might be cashmere, these socks. Merino wool. It's... It's made from merino sheep. (laughs) (laughs) From the islands of merino. (laughs) So, anyway, that type of wool, it's. So, I'll wear that. I'll wear these socks, and they're pretty thin, too. Uh And I'll take that ice fishing. And most people will wear like two pairs of socks thinking that, oh, I need thicker. The thicker, the better. No, these are just like thin Hmm. socks. Just put them on, and they keep you regulated at the right heat. And if you're hot, they kind of Expel the heat. They make waterproof Uggs that, you know, with the wool lining. You might want to take those ice fishing now. Hmm. Well, are they waterproof? Yes. All the way to the ankles? Yes. Shit. Let's do this. (laughs) All right, we're going shopping. All right, let's go. See you guys next week. Peace out, everybody. Bye.